last night. A vision. I saw a world full of people. Everybody was dancing and screaming loud. They were just there to listen to the music. It was deep. It was underground. Let's turn the world into a dance floor. This is a State of Trance podcast. Hey, what's up? My name is Ruben Ronde. Welcome to a brand new State of Trance podcast with a guest this week. Once again, because we had him here exactly 13 weeks ago. So we won't go into a lot of details, <laughs> but we have something special to talk about. Dennis Shepard, welcome. Hi, how are you doing? How are you doing, man? Yeah, good. And you? What has happened in the last 13 weeks? Oh, I, I uh, actually, ADE happened. I, I went to Bali to kind of, Escape the European winter. Sounds horrible. <laughs> Sounds very horrible. Yeah. yeah. That's so, it? Uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of preparation for my album, of course. Uh, some promotions. Yeah, I was about to say, because you're forgetting a very essential thing. Because <laughs> yes, last exactly. week, it saw the release of this this beauty. Onwards, upwards. Exactly. Your brand new studio. This is your fourth album? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, of course, the follow-up to uh, a tribute to life. And then you have... Fight your fears, and of course wow. you yeah. you were here also in the studio for Find the Sunrise. Yes, yes, wow! And that was 2021. <laughs> yeah. So here you go. So uh, one year after the uh, the Find Your Sunrise uh, Find yeah. Sunrise album, uh, it only took you one year to make a new album. Yeah, like, please explain to me how do you do this magic? <laughs> I know we we already dived into it last time, yeah. right? So it's just like uh, I have these creative you know phases where I, I just produce uh, super quick and just a lot of music and. Um, I loved how the whole album thing went with Find the Sunrise. So mm -hmm. I, I felt super inspired. And sometimes it takes me just one afternoon to do a track. So, um, yeah, it, it, you know, if the creative juices flow, it's, it's just super quick to do an album for me. So, yeah. My, my mind is blown just by the fact that you say it only takes me one afternoon to create a tune. <laughs> what am yeah. I doing wrong? <laughs> Teach me, Dennis. <laughs> no, no, no. So, how is uh, how is this uh, this album uh, onwards upwards? How is it different from the previous albums that you produced? Yeah. So, um, style wise, I've just changed a lot. I think mm -hmm. uh, um, in comparison to the uh, last album, and then also to the other albums. Like it was kind of a journey over the years where I became more and more progressive again. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm saying again because that's actually how I started. So, yeah. I, my my first few releases were really progressive, and then I went a little bit into the more trancey sound. And now I'm basically going back to the roots and um, it's always, you know, life is changing and, uh, you know, everything progresses. And so does I, so do I as a person, but also, you know, my music. So that's why the album title, Onwards and Upwards, you always, you know, look forward, not backward. And yeah. you always uh, improve and progress and you just go with life, basically. Yeah. Very, very philosophical, but very, <laughs> very nice because you're true. It's about growing up, I guess. And yeah, sure. um, the guest mix that you played on the show was 10 tracks out of 14. I still don't know how you did it. So good job with that. Thank you. And you really took us on a, on a, on a journey because the album is, to be honest, it's progressive, but it's still very diverse. Yeah, for sure. What can you tell us about the songwriting part of everything? Because you have a lot of vocal tracks on this. Yeah. Um, I mean, the songwriting it is always different, right? Um, so I don't have like one formula that that works for every track. So sometimes um, I sit in the studio with a singer, and then we basically both write the song yeah. um, together. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it's uh, you know I send a, an instrumental to a, a singer, and they come up with something, and uh, I give maybe feedback, and then we bounce ideas back and forth. Mm -hmm. 
Sometimes it's also that I find an a cappella that I really love, and then I actually create the music around the vocal. So mm -hmm. um, that's also really nice because then you can really make the music fit so well to the lyrics and um, what the vocalist tries to say, you know? And um, yeah, it's always different. Um, what do you prefer? Because like running down real quick, so either you have a session with someone yeah, or you send a you send an instrument to someone, someone writes on it, yeah. or someone sends you an acapella and you write the music to it. To be honest, uh, in a perfect world, I would always sit with a singer in the yeah. studio and uh, songwrite with them because, I mean, it's, it's just a whole different level. Like you, you bring so much more of your soul into the music than actually doing it over the internet. And also sometimes, you know, uh, describing something, uh, small changes, whatever, it can take you a while to really... Um, find the right words, whatever. But if you sit with someone in the studio, oh no, sing this a little different, uh, maybe, you know, a, a rhythmical changes here and there. And like, it's so much more easy, so much easier um, to do it while you're next to the person. If you have so, a good click with the person. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that that's that's a given. I mean, otherwise, yeah, it, it won't work to write the song together. Just a, just a sidestep. <laughs> Did you ever have awkward studio sessions? Actually, no, no, no? like, okay. uh, no, no. Uh, I usually only do studio sessions with uh, people I already feel very comfortable with. So okay. uh, it's not like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, feel, I I agree with you because when you sit down in the studio with a with a singer songwriter uh, and a vocalist, sometimes you're with a group of people just sure. sitting sitting together. There's always this little bit of magic going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So instead of instead of you sitting in your pajama by, behind your computer, <laughs> bouncing something and sending it up and down. Yeah. There's always um. Uh, there's always something magical about studio sessions, but also it's also nice when you get up in the morning, you open your email, and there's a song in yeah, there waiting for you. Oh it's like God. a little opening, a little Chris Christmas present. <laughs> exactly, one hundred percent. Yeah, but uh, yeah, what I also or love disappointment. about disappointment. <laughs> true, very true. Uh, no, what I also love about studio sessions is you really put yourself into a certain specific moment or um, thought or memory or whatever you know, and it's really nice to. Uh, when all the involved people are in the same moment with you and you mm -hmm. kind of come up with lines and uh, you bounce ideas uh, on and off. And it's just so nice. Like, I, I just love it. So that that would be my my favorite uh, way of songwriting. For Do sure. you think you also could be like a, like a writer, like a, a singer-songwriter? Um, maybe, yes. But uh, for that, I would need to be able to sing properly. So <laughs> no, no, you know, because to show you can know some people well, how I mean it. You know, like there's a lot of people. You're a good producer, so you can yeah. you can salvage everything. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, I've I've actually written. You know, on the on Find the Sunrise, I've co-written a lot of the songs. So uh, when our worlds collide, um, I said it also back then on ASOT. Like uh, most of it is written by me. So I wrote it on a flight actually from Malaga to Berlin. Mm -hmm. I had like a reference vocal from Splice and then I changed the lyrics completely and um, yeah, worked with uh, Sarah Russell on that. So that, that was also really nice. So I was basically the songwriter there and she was just the vocalist. Yeah. So. And it worked out and yeah, she just really, she, she executed really it perfectly worked. with what you had in Absolutely. mind. Absolutely. She brought in a few ideas in the end as well, but like it worked so well. So yeah. Awesome. Well, that's that's something from the, from the past. Now we're going to talk about Onwards and Upwards. You already yeah. explained the track uh, the album title. Yeah. Um, a lot of collaborations on there. Um, that's highlights mm -hmm. like Brendan Lee, Diana Miro, uh, Justin. Uh, so so com some producers. Yeah. Some vocalists. Mm -hmm. um, do you prefer working with someone on a track rather than working on something by yourself? Um, both can be nice. Like I, I don't really have a preference, but it can be really nice when you know someone has a really nice musical idea, and mm -hmm. then I get immediate inspiration, you know, and then it's just like, you know, and you, you 
kind of done with the track again in one afternoon. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, Never like had Brand, that experience. <laughs> Brandon Lee, for example, he's a student of mine and he came up with this musical idea of mm -hmm. Intouchable. Actually, yeah. that's how you pronounce the title. And um, yeah, I was so inspired. I asked him to send me the stems and then <laughs> next day I sent him this fi the finished track and he was like, what the actual hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he what's going away. on, guys? Yeah. <laughs> That is nice though. Mm. Now I understand why you can create an album in a year. If you, <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, you have 14 tracks, so that's two weeks of work. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. So um, now this album is done. Um, mm. The year is almost done as well. What can we expect of you in 2023? Oh, there's, uh, I almost have all the music ready already. <laughs> oh no. Next year. Yeah, I mean, that's just how it is with me. Uh, so a lot of vocal stuff uh, again, like very new, exciting collaborations. Um, yeah, and like uh, I will also actually go a little bit back into the past and do maybe some remakes of older okay. tracks of mine, mm -hmm. which will be very exciting for me. Um, so yeah, like uh, just, you know, a lot of new music and uh, yeah, I guess uh, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, well, there's there's one thing, uh, thing I want to address as well. Do you yeah. uh, You're a big a crypto enthusiast. <laughs> yeah, that's true. still even though it's a bear market. Yeah, very true. there's still a lot of exciting things going on. Even uh, named one of the tracks on your album number five, Crypto Verse. Mm -hmm. um, tell us a little bit about what you do f for your community as an NFT holder yeah. of uh, of Dennis Shepherd. Yeah, so I have an NFT called Inner Circle, and you can get it on OpenSea. That's like a online marketplace mm -hmm. to buy NFTs. Uh, you buy it actually with uh, Ethereum. So that, that's the, the currency you use to buy it. And um, the NFT inner circle holders, they actually get like uh, like super nice benefits. So I have like a private Telegram channel where I update them, you know, but uh, things like, you know, background stuff about the album, for example. And they get also discount codes and like uh, maybe in the future uh, I will do like private events and stuff with them. So they, they're really my inner circle, you know, and I, sometimes I even ask them, okay, uh, would you prefer, you know, me working with that singer or this singer, you know? And so they have also a bit of an influence on my career mm -hmm. in a way. Um, yeah, and you can get that on OpenSea. So that idea started this year in January. I, I released the NFT and I, I think started developing the NFT December last year. And the actual design was created by the same guy who did the design of my album. So that's a Tostrial. Yeah, um, A-T-O-S-T-R-I-A-L. Yeah, so I, found, I found him on Instagram, and I this design is like just like so no. crypto. The camera go there. Yeah, <laughs> like NFT crypto inspired, you know, and like uh, I just love it. Uh, it's a bit like futuristic as well, and yeah, totally in love with it. Uh, this guy is super talented, and um, yeah, so uh, I released the NFT in January, and um, it has been slowly but steadily growing, and. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about it. And I think the utility that, you know, NFTs can give us, even for daily life, is just amazing. Yeah. Like, I think it's the future. And But it took me a while to understand it. So I understand when people feel a bit intimidated by the whole topic. But uh, it's really, I'm sure, like, our daily life will be based around NFTs one day. Well, it already is. Because, to be honest, I always like to simplify things. For example, what you're talking about right yeah. now is basically uh, a membership card. Exactly. You're a member of, of your community. You pay one-time fee, and you get all kinds of benefits. It's just like, exactly. a, you know, a card to the gym. Exactly. But Or, uh, <laughs> or uh, a SkyMouse, or, you know, 
like a airplane kind of membership. Except that it cannot really be faked. So that that's no, it cannot thing. be copied. Yeah. That's the nice thing about it's NFT in the blockchain. So exactly. it's it's there. It's you, and, and no one else can copy. It's verifiable, and everyone can see what what happened there. So let's say you, in the future, you sell a car. You have an NFT connected to the car. You see when you brought it in for repairs, uh, yeah. for inspection, whatever. And it's all verifiable on the blockchain. And you see, okay, he went to this uh, garage, you know, and uh, he did it in this year and that year. So it's like, uh, it's just crazy. There are possibilities. And uh, you could even like sell the car with crypto, like uh, via the, the blockchain. And mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's, you, you sell the NFT, which is the ownership of the car and you get your, your crypto. Yeah. And you even can change it afterwards in, in fiat currency. So it's just uh, the, the possibilities are endless. Yeah, because now yeah. your car will be very cheap. <laughs> yeah, now, yes, <laughs> for sure. So if you want to have yeah. a cheap membership of, uh, of, the, of the inner circle of uh, Dennis <laughs> yeah. Shepard, you should yeah, do it right true. now because that's it's the Ethereum. Yeah. So uh, I think that's, uh, that's about... Oh, one last thing I want to yeah. talk about is your uh, masterclasses. Yeah. Is there something coming up as well in the near future? Um, yeah, uh, next year I will do uh, a retreat in Bali again, uh, finally. So we waited for that moment uh, four years, basically. Yeah. And uh, of course, ADE again uh, in October in Amsterdam. So that's what we have planned for next year so far. And of course, if you always if you want to get one-on-one -on -one tuition, you can always reach out. <laughs> Where can people uh, find all these information? Uh, on dennisshepard.com and uh, soundcation.net. Soundcation.net. Well, thank you so much for once again for dropping by. If you want to hear the full story that you normally hear on the podcast, make sure just to look it up. Yeah, exactly. 13 weeks ago. So uh, I don't know which number we are, but at least 13 <laughs> weeks ago, you can hear everything more about Dennis Shepard. Right now, we're just going to celebrate onwards, upwards. Beautiful album, Dennis Shepard. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan because awesome. I love these progressive sounds. Oh, nice. And I was already telling you about, uh, of course, um, Torture. That one has been in my head for, <laughs> it's going to be so in my cool. head for the next week week <laughs> or so. So awesome. great Thank work. Uh, I'll see you in 13 weeks for the new album. No? <laughs> Another one? No, no, no. Okay. I'm taking a rest now. <laughs> okay, good. Dennis Shepard, thank yeah. you so much. Thank see you, you next time for a new podcast. We're going to have Giuseppe Altiviani talking about his album, New Horizons. See you then. Bye-bye. To check full episodes of A State of Trance for free, simply visit armandradio.com. A, a, a State of Trance returns next week.